0: Welcome to our Sunday service. I just want to open us up in a word of prayer. Let us all pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and the opportunity to come to worship you here in this place, in the house of the Lord. We thank you for the honor and the privilege to be able to have a space to worship you. For the church is not the building, but the church are the people, the people of God who have gathered here with one goal. The goal of seeking you and knowing you and to be known by you lord we worship you in spirit and in truth i pray against every attack every hindrances of the enemy lord we not that we allow your domain for who are we to allow you lord but Lord, we invite you from the bottom of our hearts we ask of you to take full control of this service that your name will be glorified here in this place Lord, we need you, we need you. Like the grass needs the rain, like the flowers, they need the rain. We need you desperately here today for the living word to nourish us and to strengthen us. Feed us, Lord, for we are hungry and we are thirsty. I pray, God, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of all the hearts for those who are here and for those who are listening Lord, may it be pleasing in your sight, O Lord. For you alone are our lion and our lamb, our rock and our redeemer. We give you all the glory and all the honor. We love you. We thank you. We pray all these things in your precious son. Just cross and me, pray. God's people pray. Amen and amen. The title of today's message is this, The Cost of Rejecting Christ, The cost of rejecting Christ. These past few months, I've been talking about the cost of discipleship. I've been talking about the benefit and the price of following Jesus Christ. Just like there is a cost for following Jesus Christ, there is a cost in rejecting Jesus Christ. And that is a scary statement. Jesus says this in John 14, 5-7. The title says, Jesus, the way to the Father. That's the heading. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me if you really know me you will know my father as well from now on you do know him and have seen him amen and amen the only way to know the father's heart the only way to go back to the father come home running is through one mediator and his name is Jesus Christ Jesus the way to the Father are you lost today look to Christ he is the way he is the truth and he is the life no one comes to the Father no one can know the Father except through Jesus Christ the way the truth and the life and Jesus throughout His journey here on earth, the incarnation of Jesus Christ, fully man, fully God. He makes it very clear. His mission to us is very simple and very clear. He says, the cost of being my disciple is very clear. He says in Luke 14, large crowds were traveling with Jesus and turning to them. He said, if anyone comes to me, And does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters. Yes, even their own life. Such a person cannot be my disciple. What is he saying? Is he saying to hate your family? That's not what he's saying. He's saying you need to choose Christ. You need to love Christ above everything else in your life. And whoever does not carry their cross and follow me cannot be my disciple disciple meaning through faith in Jesus we receive salvation, grace mercy, hope eternal life eternal, acceptance restoration, obedience new life, etc, etc, etc and the list is never ending Hebrews nine fifteen says for this reason Christ is the mediator of a new covenant that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant, our mediator. First Peter 1 Peter 9 says, You believe in him filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy, for you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. So knowing Christ, the cost of accepting Jesus Christ, following Jesus Christ, Him being our mediator, we receive a new covenant, we receive salvation for our souls, and nothing can be bought with money, our soul, we cannot buy your soul, the salvation of your soul with money. what we receive here in this list is priceless. What we receive not just in this life but for all of eternity it far outweighs the small pleasures we receive in living this finite life here on this earth. So going back to the title The Cost of Rejecting Christ know the fact that number one i cannot save myself i cannot save myself no one can save thyself it matters not letter a how good you are how good you think you are how good you do also b how good you behave meaning act, perform, and work. Just like the song, better watch out, better not cry. You better not pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list, he's checking it twice. He's gonna find out who's naughty or nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. And then the words get a little creepy there. It says, like, he sees you sleeping. And like, like, well, okay. I don't know why you wrote that. But the scripture makes it very clear that not even one is righteous. Not even one. Romans 3.10. There is no one righteous. Not even one. First John 1.8. It says, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. Know the fact, number one, you cannot save yourself. I cannot save Point number two. Rejecting to Christ has an eternal cost. Know the fact that rejection to Christ has an eternal cost. Everything in life comes with a price. Everything in life comes with a cost. To accept Christ equals eternal life filled with hope, joy, and love. To reject Christ is eternal shattering consequence. Let me use laziness as an example. The Bible says laziness brings about no fruit, no effort, no cost. It costs you nothing because you're doing nothing. Therefore, your fruit will be nothing. The Bible says with laziness, the Bible calls the lazy the sluggard. Proverbs nineteen twenty four says, a sluggard bears his hand and the dish. He will not even bring it back to his mouth. Proverbs 24 says, those too lazy to plow in the right season will have no food at the harvest. Proverbs 21, 25 says, The craving of a sluggard will be the death of him because his hands refuse to work. Just like laziness brings about no fruit, no cost, rejection to Christ will bring about catastrophic consequences, a tragedy for all of eternity. Rejection to Christ will cost you. What is the cost? The cost is this letter A, eternal damnation. For this is a place where all who have rejected Christ will be. Pastors and leaders who try not to speak on hell, they say things like it's too scary, it's too offensive, it's too harsh, it's too old way of thinking. But here's a reality check. Hell is real, and hell is real, and hell is real. And the greatest tragedy in life is to reject Christ. The greatest tragedy in life is to live our lives happy, quote-unquote, happy. Happy means happiness, meaning happenings based on our situations. Pursuing dreams of this life what we need is true joy not happiness for joy stays with us forever it does not come and go it stays consistently in our lives throughout our lives for joy comes from christ it is found in christ you could pursue your whole life with dream jobs your dream relationships dream girlfriend dream boyfriend dream house dream everything and absolutely put no thought to the eternal life after. The greatest treasure, the Bible tells us, is knowing Christ and following Christ. Jesus makes it very clear in Matthew 6, 19-21, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroys, and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Jesus goes on in Luke 9, 23 to 27. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me, for whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. Truly I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. Letter A was what? eternal damnation the cost let's continue letter B eternal punishment C eternal hopelessness V eternal hell E eternal fear F eternal insecurity insecurity meaning anxiety etc. etc. Et G eternal sentence there is no Shawshank redemption here It's just Shawshank, forever. You're stuck, there's no escape. It is an eternal sentence that we'll have forever and ever. For those who get scared of scary movies, no amount of terror or fear that we see or experience in this life on this earth can compare to the eternal fear we will have for all of eternity in hell in all of the eternal damnation, eternal punishment, eternal hopelessness, eternal hell, eternal fear, eternal insecurity, eternal sentence you can live in denial all your life you can change and try to revise on the truth and on the theology and on the teaching of hell But you will never make hell go away for hell is there for all eternity. It is here to stay. And there's a place for hell. There's a place for people in hell for those who reject Jesus Christ. So point number one, know the fact that I cannot save myself. Point number two, know the fact that Rejection to Christ has an eternal cost. And lastly, point number three. The answer is Jesus Christ. Therefore, letter A. Repent in Christ, for all begins with repentance. Be faith in Christ. See hope in Christ. The life in Christ. E. Righteousness in Christ and F. Obedience in Christ. Going back to repentance, what does repentance mean? Repentance means this. You say, Jesus, forgive me. And how often do you do this? You do this every single day, every single second of your life until you take your final breath. You ask with everything that you have, you say, Jesus, forgive me. Restore me. Touch me. You are my source. You are my all. You are my everything. So in closing, in closing, in life, there are only two categories that we all fall under. And I say this to the nursing home patients all the time. The first life that we live is we live bound under the power of sin, under the power of sin. Or, number two, and this is the best option, we live free under the power of God, the power of Jesus Christ. You cannot save yourself. There's a cost to the rejection. The answer is Jesus Christ and Christ alone. The Bible says this about Christ. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. May we understand that salvation is here today, that salvation lies here while we're alive at this very moment. So I just want to encourage you to remember, just like there's a benefit, eternal benefit of following Jesus Christ, there's an eternal cost or price that we pay for rejecting Christ. Are you under the power of sin or are you under the power of God are you bound under the power of sin when I say sin I mean guilt shame hatred lust lies anger are you free under the love of Jesus Christ when I say free from sin I'm talking about love joy patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I want us to be very honest today before the Father. I know that today it's been a crazy, crazy day. And with humility, I ask you, understand, we need to understand that any one of us can fall under the power of sin, under the power of sin that we need a savior, we need a mediator. So I want to invite you today to take a moment before the Father in heaven. Despite what's happening, despite what happened, let us just come together right now. Just with our eyes closed, let us take a moment right now to repent before the Father. Let's ask him to forgive us of our sins. To transform us. And to touch us. And to restore us. If there's anything in our lives that needs to be rooted out, let's ask the Lord to reveal what that is. Let's just come with clean hands and a pure heart before the Father. Let us ask him, Lord, show me your way that I may walk in your truth. Lord, forgive me of my rebellion and my pride. I need you today more than yesterday. Come strengthen me and touch me. Can we just come together right now and pray to our Father in heaven. Let's ask of him for mercy. Let's ask of him for grace. Let's ask him to show mercy to our church to have grace upon our church that our church will be rooted in his love and in his righteousness that we cannot save ourselves but we can only be saved by the power and by the touch of our Lord Jesus Christ let's come together now in the whispers of our voices Let us come and pray to him and worship him in spirit and in truth. Let's pray together. right now for God to have mercy on our church for God to rescue our church for God to save our church for God to uphold our church just like the church that is found in the book of Revelation let us be the Philadelphia church that is found in Christ that honors Christ that knows Christ and that is known by Christ let's pray for our church Let's pray together. We see and hear from you the truth of your work, God. We give you all the glory and all the honor. I pray, God, that you would have mercy upon us. I pray, God. Let's pray for protection. Against the enemy for our church, against the enemy, against Satan, against the power of the principalities and the darkness of this age. Let's just ask the Lord to come and strengthen us and, and guide us and lead us and give us courage, not a spirit of cowardice. Let's pray together. Lord, I pray for the God like a lion. Lord, as you are the lion and the lamb. I pray for humility, I pray God will be bold in our faith and our walk with you, God. Oh God, protect us, God, from the plans and the schemes of the enemy. Oh God, forgive us, God, for trying to overcome in our own strength. Oh God, I am too weak, I'll be overpowered. Forgive me thinking that, God, that I am strong enough, I am good enough i am well enough when in fact god i am so sick i am lost and i'm blind as blind leading the blind as the mute leads the mute as the death leads the death lord forgive me lord god for not diving upon your word and relying on the power of the holy spirit forgive me god for relying on myself for relying on my experiences for relying on people for relying on my work ethic or how hard I think I work Lord, forgive me, God, thinking that, God, I have what it takes Lord, bring me back to a place of humility, God, where I have nothing, and I have nothing, and where I am nothing, for it is only by the grace of my Lord Jesus Christ it is by the blood that was shed for me that I have life that I am able to continue on crawling Continuing walking even when things get tough, Lord, I rely on you right now, God. Lord, the enemy has been been in this church like a playground, moving our members like pawns, like pieces in chessboard, doing whatever he pleases, tossed back and forth by the waves of the storm. Lord, may we find and be rooted in Christ Jesus. That our root will be rooted in Christ. Help us. Help us to be grounded in you. Help us to be found in you. And finally. just listen to me and I'm saying this with love and with urgency in my heart I fear for many of us who are here today I love you and this is a warning not just for you but for me just understand this Jesus made it very clear that whoever does not carry their cross and follow me cannot be my disciple if you're not carrying the cross of Jesus Christ, if you're not carrying the cross or the situation that you're in, you cannot be his disciple. And if you cannot be his disciple, if you are not his disciple, there is no room for us in heaven. Only the disciple will attain heaven, we will have the citizenship mark, the passport, Of heaven. Just like you cannot enter or go to place to place without a visa, without a green card, for you'll get stuck there without a passport, you cannot travel. Without Jesus Christ, we cannot attain heaven that is found in Jesus Christ. I look at some of you and I open my eyes, and I'm not here to judge, but already I know. That your heart has been far away. Nothing moves your heart. You're trying, you're trying, and you're trying, but that's all it is. You're trying. Christ doesn't reward us for trying, He rewards us and He meets us when you surrender. You're trying out of pride, you're still holding on to yourself. That is why we're not able to pray. That is why our hearts are not moved. You're waiting for that lucky lottery ticket, that one event where God is going to touch you. But if Christ can't touch your heart here, right here in this very moment, for salvation is today, then we will forever be lost. For we will become pawns for Satan to use just for his chest piece I just want to encourage you this week to dig deep within ask yourself why do I do what I do is my faith genuine is my faith real is my hope in Jesus Christ real or is it fiction just because it's something that I learned growing up I fear for us I fear for you and I fear for myself. May you find Christ today and attain true salvation. True salvation is found in Jesus Christ. For in Jesus Christ, you'll produce eternal fruit, the fruit of hope, life, and life eternal. So God, I just pray for humility, for our church for our members may we understand the priceless and the costly grace of our Lord Jesus Christ I just want to thank the praise team for Arlene and Andy for today for holding it down and for giving their best I pray God that you unite us help us to be able to honor you in spirit and truth. God, I know today, even for me with the message, all the weight of it, just the distractions of it, I know it's, you know my heart, Lord. But at the end of the day, Lord, I gave my best. And Lord, forgive me, Lord, for, just for many things. But Lord, it is you, it is because of the cross, that we're here to pray and worship. May the name of the Lord be glorified here in this place. May you be the centerpiece of everything we do from here and on until our anniversary weekend. May the name of the Lord be glorified. May the name of the Lord be lifted high. Strengthen us and lead us, for you are our leader. We give you all the glory and all the honor all these things. Precious Son, Jesus Christ, let me pray. God's people pray. Amen. Amen. We have the anniversary weekend coming up. We are now in the month of September. So I just want to encourage you just have an attitude of a warrior. Let's fight the good fight. And let's make sure that we are fighting for one another. And we give the best that we can. Let us remember our history of what we went through, everything that we faced along the way. I pray that we will make it to the finish line together. Uh, If I make it there first, I'll be there waiting for you. If you make it there first, don't wait for me because I have a long way to go. (laughs) I'm gonna take the long way because there's still a lot to be done here on this earth. I'm going to preach the gospel to the ends of the earth until he gives me, until he leads me to my final breath. I pray that you will live with that same passion, same zeal. I know life is hard, but don't quit. Give it all you got every second and make it count. Amen and amen. With that, let's pray for our offering prayer. Let me just pray for us, and then we'll lead into our song. And our benediction let's pray together Heavenly Father we thank you for the opportunity and the honor and the privilege to be able to give we don't give out of a reluctant heart but Lord we give out of our generosity for everything is yours to begin with it is all yours every blessing we have is all yours it was given by you you are the giver and the taker of all things so God whether you give whether you take may the name of the Lord be praised may the name of the Lord be honored here in this place as for me in this church we will serve you we will honor you and we will fear you and we will live for you may your work be done here on this earth for the glory and for the honor of the name of our lord jesus christ and as god's people we pray all these things your precious son jesus christ may me pray amen And amen. Let's worship together. pray together. May the Lord bless you, and may the Lord keep you, and may the Lord shine his face upon you and be gracious to you. And now may the unending grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the gentle counsel and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, which that surpasses all the knowledge of this world, may continue to keep you, guide you and protect you forevermore. And as God's people we pray, Amen Amen. and Amen.